This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greetings to those who watch below. Today we're going to be looking at some more creepy yokai from Japan, but before we start, I'd like to say thank you to Steffi Ray, Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, M.A. Way, Julie B., Jess Black Curtin, Christina Groves, Chris BLK Chris, Canopsia, Tegan S., Tasos Karamaris, LT Punisher 666, and Wicked Witch for being those who dwell below. An exclusive channel membership that allows you to further support the channel and also get shoutouts at the start of every video. Also, you can find me on Instagram at brimstone underscore below and on Facebook at the Brimstone Below Horror Channel. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. The Hosogami Hosogami are a type of Yakubiogami responsible for causing smallpox. They appear in many forms but are often depicted as small, savage demons. Hosogami travel from town to town, infecting entire communities of people with smallpox. They have fearsome tempers, which are reflected in the ferocity and virulence of smallpox. They are afraid of dogs, and they hate the colour red. This is because the colour red was considered to be a symbol of good health, and a red rash covering the body was a good sign of recovery from smallpox. In houses where smallpox infections appeared, family members erected smallpox shrines and begged the Hosogami to spare their loved ones. Although Hosogami were feared and considered to be evil gods, it was believed that like other Yakobiogami, they could be appeased with rituals and offerings. Red woodblock prints, called Ake, were hung around the house to scare them off. All sorts of objects were believed to have protective powers, such as red-papered pre-staves and red clothing. Other talismans included dolls and toys in the shape of dogs, owls, sea bream, cows, and the red-haired yokai Shoujo. Images of Daruma, Shoki, and Kintaro were also popular charms. Some gods were seen as particularly effective against smallpox. Shrines to the warrior Minamoto were thought to be effective in keeping Kosogami away, when Minamoto no Tametomo fled during the Hogan Rebellion, smallpox ravaged every part of the country except for the region he had fled to. It was believed that he drove the sickness from those islands. The Shinto god of healing was also a popular target of worship for those affected with smallpox. Smallpox is believed to have made its first appearance in Japan in the Nara period, a time of great exchange with continental Asia. The first recorded smallpox epidemic in Japan, which crossed over from the Korean peninsula to Japan, was in 735 CE. Japan's earliest outbreaks started in Dazaifu, and from there spread to the rest of the country. 
Dazaifu was an important centre of politics and international exchange, making it an ideal port of entry for smallpox. Not all outbreaks of smallpox were caused by Hosogami. Dazaifu is also famous for being the home of an exiled scholar. After the scholar's death, an outbreak of smallpox and the deaths of a number of his rivals, including the emperor, were blamed on his restless spirit. It was believed that he had become a curse-spreading god. His curse ended when his titles were posthumously restored and he was enshrined as the Kami Tenjin. An eyewitness account of a Hosogami was reported in a Meiji period newspaper. A rickshaw driver in Honjo, Tokyo reported that he gave a ride to a young girl about 14 or 15 years old. She asked him to drive her from Midoricho to Asakusa. Midway through the ride, it began to grow dark, so the rickshaw driver pulled over to light a lantern. However, when he stopped, he noticed that the girl had vanished from the back of his rickshaw. In her place, there was a rice barrel lid with a red staff mounted on it. He recognised the barrel lid with the red staff as a symbol of a hosogami. The young girl he had given a ride to must have been a hosogami using the rickshaw system to find her next victim. Kanbari Nudo Kanbari Nudo is a perverted ghost-like yokai which lurks outside of bathrooms on New Year's Eve. It has a roughly priest-like appearance, with robes and a tonsured haircut. Its body is covered in thick hairs. Kanabari Nudo blows a cuckoo out of its mouth. As it only comes out once per year, very little is known about this yokai. There are many conflicting accounts about what it actually does. What is certain is that it lurks outside of bathrooms on New Year's Eve and peeks into the window at people using the toilet. What happens next varies from place to place. In general, this yokai brings bad luck in the coming year. In more recent stories, Kambari Nudo tries to stroke or lick the person using the toilet. Sometimes it inflicts constipation upon those who see it. Its history and origins are confused and convoluted. According to some people, this yokai originally comes from the Chinese god of the toilet, Kakuto. Because the characters used to write Kakuto are similar to the characters used to write the Japanese word for cuckoo, this may have been an intended pun on Seiken's part. However, Kakuto was not in fact a Chinese toilet god. He was actually a 15th century Ming general. Stories about Kanbari Nudo differ wildly from region to region. According to some local legends, if you enter an outhouse on New Year's Eve at the hour of the ox, which is between 1 and 3 a.m., and peer down into the hole and chant Ganbari Nyodo three times, a human head will appear in the hole. If you then take that head and insert it into your left kimono sleeve and then take it back out, it will turn into a caban, an oval-shaped gold coin. In other regions, the human head must be instead wrapped up in a silk cloth and taken back to one's room. When the cloth is unwrapped, it will be filled with gold. In most areas, these yokai are thought to be bringers of bad luck. If one enters the toilet on New Year's Eve and chants the spell, Ganbari Priest Kuku, this yokai will not appear, and thus the following year will not be unlucky. On the other hand, in other areas, chanting the same phrase or even remembering those magic words is unlucky enough 
to guarantee an entire year of bad luck. Yonaki Baba Yonaki Baba looks like an old woman with scraggly, unkempt hair and plain robes. She appears outside of houses where tragedy has struck, attracted by the sadness within. She remains outside of the house, weeping loudly all night long. Although it appears that Yonaki Baba is sharing in the sadness of others, it is sometimes said that they actually weep out of scorn, mocking those who are truly sad. Yonaki Baba's weeping is contagious. Those who hear it cannot help but to weep as well. She may return to the same house over and over again for many nights. Families which are visited by Yonaki Baba night after night invariably fall into ruin. Yonaki Baba's behaviour is similar to that of a class of spirits, Yakubi Ogami. They are minor deities and spirits which bring sickness and disaster wherever they go. Before modern medicine, plagues and natural disasters were often thought to be the works of these spirits. Because repeated Yanaki Baba appearances are often precursors to the ruin of an entire family, it has been suggested that she may be a kind of Yakubio Gami. Conversely, it has also been suggested that Yanaki Baba's arrival may be a divine signal that disaster is near. Rather than bringing disease and ruin herself, Yonaki Baba may be a kind of divine herald with the duty of warning humans that misfortune, sickness and death are on the way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mikoshi Nyodo Mikoshi Nyodo are fearsome yokai who appear late at night to loan travelers on empty streets, intersections, or bridges. They appear to be harmless traveling priests or monks, no taller than an ordinary person but in an instant they grow abnormally tall, with long claws and hair like a wild beast. As soon as a person raises his eyes to look upon this creature, the giant grows to an immense height, as tall as the observer is able to raise his eyes, and just as fast. This causes the person to look up so high and fast that they lose their balance and tumble backwards. That's when the Mikoshi Nyudo lunges forward and bites their throat out with its teeth. Those unfortunate enough to meet this cruel yokai usually do not live to tell the tale. Much depends on the person's reaction. If they try to ignore and walk past the creature, the angry giant will crush them or pierce them with bamboo spears and branches. The same fate is met by those who turn and try to run away. People who stare at the creature frozen in fear will drop dead on the spot, overcome by its presence. The only possible escape is to anticipate the Mikoshi Nyodo, meet it face to face, eye to eye, and to show no fear. If done properly, the giant's power to grow will be sapped, telling the giant, you lost, I anticipated your trick, causes it to vanish in anger, leaving the traveller to safely pass along. 
Mikoshi Nudo is a popular form of shape-shifting animal. In particular, Itachi and Tanuki transform into these giants in order to hunt humans. Kitsune and Majina are known to occasionally take this form as well, though less often. When a Mikoshi Nudo is a result of a transformation, it carries a bucket, a lantern, or some other tool. This tool is where the shapeshifter's true body is stored. If you can snatch the object away from the giant before it attacks, the spell is broken, and the transformed yokai will be at its captor's mercy. Hi guys, thank you so much for listening to today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. We'll be looking at some more yokai soon as well. But don't forget, our next video will be our weekly creepypasta story, so make sure you check it out. You can also check me out on the official creepypasta.com YouTube and on their website as well, where I curate every story that comes onto the site. So, until next time, sleep tight.